0: This is Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN. Talk Medicine is a paid medical program which does not reflect the opinions of the management and staff of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network. Welcome back to Talk Medicine. This is Rob Bennett with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids, michiganprimarycarepartners.com. This is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. And, uh, well, good morning, Dr. Singh. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing great. And uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, kidney stones and the various... uh, Fun things that come up with kidney stones. First of all, we want to start off with what is a kidney stone. So you know,
1: the reason why I picked up uh, this was uh, because the you know we just recently did a urine tract infection, and uh, it just connected more because as I was reading and preparing for my talk, I said, you know what, I think the best topic will be the kidney stones because they are connected. If you have a urine tract infection. Now, the patients and the people will be wondering why they are connected. So that's where this first question comes into: what is a kidney stone? Mm -hmm. So basically, a kidney stone is a solid material um, made. So what uh, made in the kidneys or formed in the kidneys? So first, before we go into what exactly is what how it is made and what types are there, first we need to make listeners understand how the kidneys are. So, okay, I'm going to try my level best (laughs) uh, uh, via the airways how the kidneys exactly work, okay? Mm -hmm. So, kidneys have, you can imagine, uh, 1.2 million filters in the kidneys, okay? So, you can imagine a kidney bean, like that's why kidneys, kidney Mm -hmm. bean, okay? Have an idea of a kidney bean. And on the outer side, of that kidney bean is like, you can say, cortex, okay? In the inner side is the medulla, okay? So the filters are placed in the kidneys in such a way, the filter portion is placed in the cortex and the funnel of the filter is placed in the medulla. So what happens is uh, when the blood comes from the heart, it comes into the aorta from the left side of the heart it comes into the aorta and then it goes into your body parts while it is going into your legs it comes across the renal arteries okay kidney mm-hmm. arteries okay those kidney arteries takes the blood from the uh, aorta and goes into the filter And in the filter, the urine is formed. Now, there's tons of water and tons of solutes, which are basically filtered out. Okay? Mm -hmm. When they're filtered out, if this filter had the filter of the stem was straight and the water had gone straight out into your bladder without any convolutions, what would have happened is you would have been dry all the time. So God has designed kidneys in such a way that these, uh, the stem of the filter, which is sitting in the medulla or inner part of the kidneys is a hairpin shaped and it bends and bends and bends. During the process of formation of urine, the water which has been filtered out is absorbed back. Into your body mm-hmm. and taken back into the heart. And during that whole process, the solutes which are being uh, filtered at the level of filters, at the level of sev, it is also absorbed back into the heart. Okay? So now we have a funnel or the filter funnel and it has a stem which is bent like a hairpin mm-hmm. and a lot of bends are there, and the water and solutes go in. And it is absorbed back. About 95% is absorbed back. And 5% comes in as a urine. Then it goes into the ureters, the pipes which connect the kidneys into the bladder. Mm -hmm. And then in the bladder, it collects as a urine and then goes out. This is how the urine or the kidneys actually work. Now, what happens is sometimes you have an excessive amount of some solute which is pouring out that excessive amount of the solute goes at the tip of the medulla or the other tip of the um, imagine kidney bean again the mm-hmm. outer layer is cortex inner interstitium and then it, there's a pelvis there's a kind of a huge bulb which collects the urine at that point uh, you know, they start forming the nidus, or that point they start forming the um, what do you call um, a small stone? Okay. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you st- you can start imagining a lot of calcium will get deposited, and once the calcium gets deposited, you know whether it is a calcium, there are different types of stone, calcium stones. Or uric acid stones, or it is a strovite stone, or phosphate stone. We will discuss that, uh, you know, in the next part. Mm-hmm. But that is how exactly the kidneys stones are formed with the solid material. It starts with the nidus. There are a couple of theories about that. About uh, one theory is there is a nidus and on top of it it starts forming. Why infections are important? Because there are two bacteria, which are called as Proteus, Mirabilis, and Klebsiella, which has an enzyme urease, which starts splitting the urea and then forms the ammonia. And in the urine, if the environment is more alkaline, it just kind of uh, starts forming the stone. And obviously, we are going to touch that portion in a, in a bit And so, basically, we have discussed the anatomy of the kidneys, Mm -hmm. ureters, and the bladder. And crystal formation or the stone formation happens because of the supersaturation of the solute, which attaches to the collecting ducts. And because of the stone starts forming over there, there's an injury over there and the stone slowly builds up. This is the one theory. The second theory, as I was explaining you earlier, is the, where the, the stone, there's a small nidus, small start point from these crystals which starts in the medulla, or the medullary interstitium. And these are called as plaques. I will not take the names because it will make more confusion, and on top of it, calcium oxalate and calcium phosphate stones start forming, which are more common stones. Mm. I hope that was clear. It it is difficult, but I'm trying to make it very, very simple. Well, the
0: question I had was, uh, now when that's happening, what it's not just one kidney stone, it can be, I would imagine, but it can also be a cluster of stones, can it?
1: Yes. It can be a cluster of stones because there are 1.2 million nephrons. There can be nidus there, here. So uh, the, the start point can be anywhere.
0: Is there anything that causes from, you know, from one to a cluster? I mean, just because of the, it's just,
1: it is just super saturation. The more, uh, you know, the more, uh, soda you're drinking, you know, that can cause because of the phosphoric acid it has. So, again, it depends on how the concentration of your solute is.
0: Mm-hmm. And so then we go from uh, kidney stone to what is a urinary tract. So as
1: I mentioned uh, in in detail, uh, in fact, that question should have been flip-flopped. What is kidney stone and what is urinary tract? So it, it is together. So uh, as a kidneys, nephrons, funnels, and then... A hairpin band, medulla, medullary interstitium, ureters, and then it goes into the bladder. So that is basically the urinary tract. And every day, the two kidneys process about 200 quarts of blood to produce one to two quarts of urine, as I mentioned, and composed of waste. And then uh, the bladder stores urine, as I was explaining you earlier. Uh, So basically, you know, Urinary tract, kidneys, the ureters, bladder, urethra. This is entire urinary tract. Okay. So, and as I explained you earlier in detail about that.
0: And that's what we were talking about a little bit, and I was kind of touching on it with you know one stone or or if you have a cluster of them. Who gets kidney stones?
1: So, uh, you know. There was a study done uh, in 2012 by uh, Scales, and it was an interesting story: prevalence of kidney stones in United States. In that study, uh, he mentions that uh, anyone, uh, you know, anyone can get kidney stones, but uh, men are affected more often than women, and kidney stones more common in non-Hispanic white people than in a non-Hispanic black people and Mexican-Americans. I'm just quoting a study over here. uh, Overweight people, obese people can get more stones. And this is one of the studies which uh, I was able to pull out. And there are numerous other studies. Let me see if I can uh, pull that study also, which shows about um, the risk factors of the people who have uh the risk factors for the stone the person who gets once the stone can get the stone other time also the people who have bariatric surgery or uh, people who get into the you know they get the gastric bypass they mm-hmm. can get people who have diabetes people who have obesity gout all these things will increase the urine ph as i was mentioning in alkaline environment if the ph of the urine is high again it's a complicated topic i'm trying to break it down and obviously the medications the trimetrine indinavir and obviously the less water consumption these people can have uh, more propensity for the stone formation mm-hmm.
0: so well n- luckily i mean knock on wood i've never had kidney stone but i've had friends who have had kidney stones and it can be pretty debilitating
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, once you have the kidney stones, you can have uh, the signs and symptoms are worse. You know, sorry about that. I was just adjusting to my mic over (laughs) here. So, you know, so this how, uh, you know, what happens with the kidney stones is once you have the kidney stone, you have more chance of getting the stone uh, back again. And so uh, let me just uh, pull out the study over here side by side so that I can... Um, go to that study also while explaining uh, w- what is the problems which uh, the people can have uh, when they have stones. Is um, you know obviously because the kidney stone is in is sitting in the ureter, and ureter is a is a hollow organ, right? Mm-hmm. And it has the muscle around it. Okay, so the, if the kidney stone gets stuck over there. Okay, it stuck somewhere. It tries to push out from that. All right. Mm-hmm. When it tries to push out, it causes spasms. The pain usually starts from the back and it goes up in the front. So mm-hmm. when the patient presents to us, doc, I have a flank pain, and the pain is is a cramp like. What we are thinking is, the pain is uh, is in the hollow organ kidney stones are, you know, the the pipe, the ureter is trying to push the kidney stone out from the kidneys into the bladder. But if the stone is bigger, what is going to happen? The pain will come from the back into the front and it might go into the testes or in women, into the vulva. So they can say the pain is going into their groin. Mm. And it is very, uh, to treat this pain is just very uh, difficult because uh, it's a cramp-like pain and it will cause a lot of debility. And that's what uh, it brings the patients to the ER. And, uh, you know, so, you know, basically um, kidney pain is not... Uh, an easy pain to tolerate.
0: I'm gonna to have to give back my doctor credentials, I think, because when you said the pain was going there, I would have guessed appendix. I would have said uh, maybe it was your appendix if, if a friend had said that.
1: You know, appendix, yeah, appendix is in the right lower quadrant. So you can imagine, you can divide the belly into four quadrants, the right lower quadrant, the left lower quadrant, the right upper quadrant, and the right, uh, and and the left upper quadrant. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I examine the patient, what I do is I usually keep on coaching my patient side by side. So now, do you have any spleen pain? Do you have any stomach pain? Mm. So I keep on pushing over here, and then I usually say, you have any liver pain? Do you have any appendix pain? You have any ovaries pain? I keep on saying these words so they know where their organs are, and will that with that they will remember that, oh, if I have appendix pain, which is in the right lower quadrant, Mm -hmm. it will be uh, worse. It is, again, an appendix also is a hollow organ, and that means the pain will be cramp-like. But once it's filled with the pus, what will happen? The pain will become constant.
0: Well, I know that's the reason I like coming to you, because I say, you know, I know the time when I said... I want something for my liver, you gave me a two pounds of onions. And so <laughs> I like I like that you do that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, blessed to have you. And that brings us back to the end of this segment of Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids, michiganprimarycarepartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. You're listening to Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN.